0: Namo
1: Tassa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa bhuttang Tamang sangham
0: namasami
1: Seeing the little caterpillar on the milkweed just munching. If you watch any insect or any creature... In the forest, you'll see that it spends its time feeding. The turkeys, the wild turkeys that we see here in the forest, they feed, they feed. That's all they do. They walk around with their heads bobbing up and down, feeding, feeding. The birds, they're feeding, feeding and mating and feeding, giving birth, taking care of their young, feeding, feeding, and dying being born, feeding, mating, feeding, taking care of their young, getting old, getting injured, and dying, eating each other. So what happens is this butterfly is a caterpillar. We're all caterpillars. And we are crawling along on the earth in a most desperate way, munching and chewing on things that aren't very interesting, they're not, they're all very earthbound and kind of soiled, you know, what's close to the earth is soiled, and it's impermanent, it doesn't last, and we spend all our time munching, I don't mean literally, I mean think about what we feed on as human beings, we feed on sense pleasure, and we run away from pain. And this is our condition. So for me, the caterpillar symbolized our human predicament. And it was very moving. In the film, it showed the caterpillar, when it gets to a certain size, it pupates, and it forms this little sac. Its body becomes this sac. It transforms its body into a sack that hangs from the milkweed. And what happens inside that sack is that the old form has to completely break down. It totally breaks down until it's unrecognizable and it reconfigures every cell. It it forms certain kind of cells which are transmutable into any shape but they're somehow programmed so they must completely reconfigure their shape into something totally new. It's totally unlike what it was before. This is the brilliance of these little microbes, little tiny cellular structures. And they are programmed in such a way that what emerges from this gauze-like, It's like a white, almost translucent gauze. And then suddenly the bottom of it opens ever so slightly and you see this bright red filament emerging. And then another bit. And then the bottom completely breaks open and out pops this full-grown, magnificent, golden reddish-hued monarch butterfly with its wings perfectly formed and its antennae and its little legs, and it grabs onto the sack and eats it. And then it starts its life, a butterfly
0: flying. And I thought, we're like caterpillars. But when we touch the Dhamma, when we
1: taste the truth of what we are, it's as if we enter into this tent and we are inside of it transformed and the old has to be completely transfigured It is transformed, and that is our consciousness. It is rewritten like the code of our consciousness is rewritten in the language of enlightenment. And then we emerge from our delusion. We emerge from our ignorance. We wake up from the mire of our attachments and our brokenness and our self-involvement, our stuckness, and our decrepitude into this magnificent beingness. Not a being. It's a beingness.
0: It's qualities. Qualities of wisdom. Boundless compassion. An unparalleled friendliness a purity of heart that is ethically perfect, morally perfected, unassailable, untouchable by the world, uncorruptible, unblameable. And it is true. It's not a fiction. All that it was disappears. It is eaten and spit out. The body is there, but the mind is transformed, is unrecognizable. For a human being, sudden awakening is a rare phenomenon, very rare. But the process of awakening, we can all do. If we believe in it, if we give ourselves to it, if we devote our time and our life to that, if we're
1: undiscouraged, courage needs to be enlivened and supported and buoyed and uplifted day by day. Regardless of what life gives us,
0: we endure, we persevere, we are generous to this process, not to worldly aims,
1: activities and values but to this project, process it is ours to gain if only we could
0: know this possibility but we intuit
1: it our meditation is an intimation of that it's not an imitation it's an intimation we become intimate with that little a little bit to start with, but then it gets stronger and we just keep at it. Even if it takes our whole life or lifetimes, it doesn't matter. We just keep doing it. Because what else? That's what our code is.
0: The programming is that. That's our potential. Don't we want to do that, to fulfill it, to embody it, to intimate it? For that to become a reality, we have to know a few things. One of them
1: is that we have to categorically Unrelentingly, uncompromisingly, take up the practice of virtue.
0: You might not like that. Too bad. You want to fly? You got to do it. You want wings? You can do it. But there has to be an understanding of the connection that purity lies with impurity. Just like the monarch butterfly
1: lies within the caterpillar and we can extract it. But if we're extracting it, we can't keep chewing on the milkweed. We have to give it up. We can't keep chewing on the world. We have to
0: gradually give it up. Little by little, you give it up.
1: Even better to give it up all at once, but it's hard to do that. And it doesn't always work, because we're, the will and the habit is so strong, we get dragged back in.
0: We get pulled back in through our habits. It takes the caterpillar anywhere from a few hours to a couple of weeks to become a monarch. With a human being, to be fully awakened
1: could take a few lifetimes, but as Ajahn Chah said, it doesn't matter how long it takes. We just have to keep trying, keep working for that, Otherwise, we have to keep being reborn into worlds where we will suffer.
0: Over and over and over again, we are going to suffer.
1: This lifetime we're born in Canada. What's that? Well, it's a good place, but this too could become in Afghanistan. There's no guarantee. Or this this world can also become so hot that it'll be unlivable. Then what?
0: Suffering. Unspeakable suffering. It's bound to happen. We might be able to save the planet, but we want to save the heart. If we can find
1: safety for this heart, then many other beings can be truly safe. There is no safety in any world, even in a deva realm. Some heavenly realm is not safe. You have to fall out of that realm at some point and be born in another realm. It doesn't last forever. Nothing lasts forever in conditioned phenomena
0: or conditioned realm, realms.
1: All of samsara is conditioned. So we are searching for that which is unconditioned. And the way to discover it
0: is through this process of complete transformation, total, whole-making purification.
1: This is the most organic, the most pure diet you could possibly find. Don't be fooled by human dieting, investing so much time and effort in dieting of the body, but the mind is on some meager, poverty-stricken diet. It's because I saw the monarch. It just brought me to tears to see that complete transformation. This is just speaking to what we must all enable for ourselves.
0: The beauty of a mind that rests in unconditioned compassion is that we will work to our last breath for the well-being of all beings, for the well-being of others. Even if we fall over and die, our last breath will be to help someone. Someone else. Because it's a state of total selflessness. I want that. And I want everyone to want that. Whatever
1: your persuasion is, you want everyone
0: to have that, to know that,
1: to fulfill it.